I remember one time, it was a family gathering. So my aunt was there. She was recording a video of us in the family gathering and she put the camera on me and she said, Oh, here's Francis. This is how she looks now. My gosh, I really, I cried. And then I was about ready to leave because of the disrespect that I experienced from my own aunt. So imagine that. Hello, Irene. Hello, Ruth. How are you? I'm really good. You know, this is like, I think, I think this will be funniest episode we will have. Because from before this recording, we're already laughing so much. The pre-recording scene of it is already funny. But the topic is not funny at all. So I I don't know. I don't know why we are laughing. But the good thing is that the the episode that we're going to have today is something that... It's actually TLDR. So it's a trigger language for people out there. You might feel that this issue may not be an issue at all for some but for others it's a you know it's a big deal so we have to talk about it so our topic for today is shame on you body shamers what a title right i want to repeat it because it's so striking so again shame on you body shamers louder you have to make it louder okay so that everyone from the back can hear it shame on you body shamers yeah so this is the latest episode of where the app am I heading? For today's guest, this person, I've known her for quite a long time. Although we're not really talking regularly, but whenever we chat in the messenger or whatever, we're always laughing. And this person, she's really bubbly. Whenever she enters the room, she would definitely make everyone notice her because of her personality. And she's really positive. When we were together working in a company before, she's so positive and we're laughing even if we're busy. And she can even crack a joke to the highest person in the company. So I want to welcome a good friend. Let's welcome Francis. Hello. Hi, Francis. Hello, guys. Good evening. Can I say good evening? Whatever you feel like. Yeah, or good morning <laughs> or whenever it is. <laughs> Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. <laughs> we're not even starting this interview, but we're already laughing. And we're going to try to make it as light as possible. But hopefully at the end of this conversation, we'll have a takeaway and you'll have a better understanding of the situation. So the reason behind this episode is that because I saw you posted something about body shaming, I think last week or two weeks ago. So can you tell us something or can I tell us the story behind this post? There's really no specific story, but it's more of a series of people who just keep on saying what they want to say. Because in the Philippines, I'm not sure if everyone is aware, but they think it's okay to say to other people that, Hey, you got fat. Hey, your skin is so dark. Hey, did you go swimming? Something like that. So Filipinos are like that. So I think it's the reason I posted this because I got so tired of all of those people thinking that it's okay to just blurt out those things when in reality, you can always just say something nice to other people, right? Or not say a word at all. Mm -hmm. And it's not okay. It's not okay to point out some changes that might hurt that person or it's just not normal kind of thing. You know, like 
when you see someone, how about asking, how are you? Why do you have to say, oh, you get fat? What's, what's the benefits of saying that? I don't understand. I don't understand either because I'm not the type of person who says that to other person. Like, yeah. like I've said in the post, I, I said even if they look ugly or they smell bad, I don't even say anything. I still think of something nice to tell them. Yeah. Yeah. And because it roots down to the person's respect towards towards others. So if you don't have respect, that kind of respect towards others, you feel that it's okay to say things even if it's not really okay. And it's because in our culture, I think it's it's basically part of growing up. Like I think because I've experienced that as well, although it's not in the body shaming, but the shaming part is that the older people, they think that it's okay to judge you or to, to joke about your appearance or whatnot, and they make fun of you. So I think it's really part of the culture, but this is something that we have to change, right? That's why we have to have this conversation. So having said that, what was the most hurtful thing someone has told you about your body? Oh my gosh, that's so hard to answer because there has been so many comments. I can't even pick one. But I remember when people tell me, I'll say Tagalog first. So they tell me, anong nangyari sa'yo? So in English, it means what happened to you? It's like, what, what do you care? Right? Instead of asking me, how are you? You're gonna tell me, what happened to you? And I remember one time, it was a family gathering. So my aunt was there. She was recording a video of us in the family gathering and she put the camera on me and she said, oh, here's Francis. This is how she looks now. My gosh, I really, I cried. And then I was about ready to leave because of the disrespect that I experienced from my own aunt. So imagine that. I think, you know, in every family, we have that kind of aunt. True. And it's, but it it's, doesn't mean it's okay. terrible. It's not okay. No. It's not okay. Of course. I used to be like, they notice a lot of things from me growing up as well. Because, well, apparently I grow a lot of hair in my body. And I don't know why. In my legs, there's a lot of hair. And growing up, I thought I'm different. Because every time they see me, the only thing they notice of me, the first thing they would tell me is like, you look like a monkey now. You have like a, a boy's legs. And for a 10-year-old, you know, it's like it makes you small. Like your self-esteem will just like, they're crushing it. And like as Filipinos, we love to, I don't know, like we love to criticize each other with our nose. Like why do you have a better nose than me? I mean, we can breathe. But a lot of things, why do they have to point that out? It's just ridiculous. It's, I don't know. I have a lot of things that can relate to what you have experienced. And like what you said, it's not okay. Yeah, that's true. Because Filipinos, I don't know when it started, but Filipinos think it's okay to just say bad things to other people. And if you get offended, you'll be the one who would look bad instead of them, the, the people who are saying those things. So it's, it's just a crazy culture. And I don't know how it became a part of the Filipinos. And I hope it's something that we could add to the cancel culture because it's really not healthy, especially with all the problems, with the mental issues. So I think it really has to stop. Yeah. It's like they would always have an opinion. Even if you gain weight, they will say something. And if you lose weight, they would say something. So either way, you would still hear from them. 
And if you were the someone receiving that kind of feedback or opinion, you would feel pretty lost. Because like, what should I do? I'm not doing anything bad. It's not that I'm, I'm, I'm not taking care of myself, but this is who I am. It's like, is there any other conversation we can have instead of you saying bad things about who I am or what do I look like? You know, it's like, they want to have conversation with you, but they are not creative enough to think of the right words or the right questions to ask, you know. And I agree. If you were going to say something or you would clap back, they would say you are disrespectful. But in the first place, they are the ones who are disrespecting your space or, or whatnot, right? And it's kind of hurtful, just especially if you've been the victim of that shaming. Somehow it affects you mentally, emotionally. And hopefully this opens the minds of everyone out there that we have to be mindful of what we say. Because even if that person will not say it in front of your face, but that person, person will be affected of what you said. And you mentioned, Francis, earlier about how it affects mentally. So how these events affect you mentally, the, the way you see yourself. Ever since I gained a lot of weight, I don't want to go out anymore. It's like I will just stay at home because that's where I can wear my comfortable clothes and I can wear whatever I want. And I'm so scared to to attend gatherings like old friends or even go to my previous work because people, when they see me, they're going to say, oh, you got you got B-log. <laughs> but you are a happy B-log. You got round. Oh my gosh, what does that mean? I got round. Am I not a human being anymore? I'm Baymax <laughs> on a scale of 1 to 10. So they, they say that, like, it's okay. Like, I'm fine with it. And of course, I don't have a choice but to smile. But now, it's not okay. I, I think I have the right to speak up if I don't like what other people are telling me. Because I don't cheat them that way. So that's what I do. I don't, I don't, I don't attend anymore. I'm, I'm scared. I, I got a lot of anxiety because mm-hmm. I'm thinking, what if I join this and then they see me and then they're gonna say, oh, you don't look like yourself anymore. You, you look so much better before. Oh, what, what have you been eating? What happened to you? Why are you like that? So it's very yeah. offensive. And they would put it as if they are concerned, but really they are just, they just want to say it, you know. And yeah, I agree with you. And, and if you will not attend or you will try to skip, you know, gatherings or whatnot, they would still say something like, oh, you've changed because you don't want to be with us anymore or something like that. So these kind of people, they would always have something to say anyway. So yeah, choose whatever you want to do as long as it will not be heavy on your mental health, right? You're already impacted enough, right? And I just want to know, was there a time that you felt that maybe they're right and they have to do the things that they say, like follow a certain diet or have an exercise? Was there any point that you feel that way? When I finally decide that I want to eat less or lose weight or exercise, it would be my own decision. It's not really because of what other people told me. It's like when I finally realize, oh my gosh, I want to wear this, this again or I don't like the way I look anymore. It's my own decision. It, I don't really base it on them, no matter how bad I feel about what they tell me. Which is a good move. Yeah, and I like that because she owned it, right? Exactly. It's like, I would do whatever what I do because I like to do it. 
not because people are telling me to do it. Because at the end of the day, whether you follow what they say or not, they would still say something. So might as well follow a certain diet or have an exercise because you feel like doing it. And it's better that way. You would feel better that way because it's your own decision to do that, not being forced to do, right? And I just wanna just wanna add because there are some people who don't know about this, but there are some conditions that can add or can be the reason why a person is gaining weight. Like for example, hormonal imbalance and all that. And these things are not known to other people, especially those marites who would say bad things about you. And I, I, I know some friends who are like that. It's like, or why are you gaining weight? And for all you know, that person is going through something and having a hormonal imbalance, right? So we really have to be careful of what we say to others because we don't know what's going on in that person's life, right? So Francis, do you have, do you think you have formed some habits because of the treatment of these people aside from not showing up in gatherings? I guess that's basically it. I don't show up at gatherings making up excuses so that I don't have to go anymore. And maybe feeling bad about myself more than usual. Because I know how I look. I see myself in the mirror. I know how I used to look. So isn't it enough that I have my own burden to carry and then you have to go ahead and point it out at me? So that's it. Yeah. And when Francis and I were working together, She's one of the most confident people that I've known. That's why it was so surprising when she told me about the story behind, I mean, you know, the experiences that she had, that she's losing self-esteem or somehow it affects her self-esteem. So let's imagine what you do or the impact of what you say to people because it affects that person's self-esteem, the, the confidence of that person. It does. Right? So, Yeah. And I don't know why they have to do it. Like there are other things that you can say or talk about. Or don't say a word at all. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't have anything nice to say. Just shut up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I just want to shift this conversation because I'm not sure if Irene knows. But Choice Business is actually baking lasagna. And she's been doing that for quite some time. But her business only started during the pandemic, right? Yeah, last year. Yeah, yeah. So your business, it's overjoyed and you're baking lasagna and I tried it so good. Imagine just living in Mandaluyong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just living in Mandaluyong. I was still living in Cavite back then and I had a chance to have a taste of that. It's so good. I just want to know, because definitely you post about it, you promote it. So it means that you are posting food, you're posting lasagna. Do you ever get side comments that it may be the cause why you're gaining weight because you're always posting about food? You know, it's a relief because surprisingly, no one, no one really says that. So thank you, Lord, <laughs> because <laughs> somehow they managed to control their, their, their selves, you know. And it only means that the lasagna that you are selling is so good that it overpowers the negativity. <laughs> but yeah, because of course the marites out there, they are like, you know, they would say whatever they want to say whenever they want to say it. And it's a good thing that you are not getting that negative. And, you know, people are just focusing on how good your, your lasagna is. 
So I just want to ask, was there a time that you really felt that this is enough? I, I don't want to hear things like this anymore and confronted someone about it? I did. We have this neighbor. So my, my sister visited my house. So our neighbor was outside and then I introduced her. This is my sister, something, something, something. And then he said, ah, bagay na bagay pala kayong magkapatid. Ikaw matabang mataba, ta siya payat. I'm like, excuse me. That's so rude. <laughs> it's, not, it's not something that you're supposed to say to someone who you're not close with. Mm. And you just met my sister. Don't you know that she also takes offense when she's being called payat? Because my sister naman is really, is really slim. So she would also get those comments like, you're so thin, you would look better if you, if you gained more weight. What happened? Why did you lose more weight? Have you been eating? So it hurt the both of us because we both didn't like the comment. How about you just say, oh, your sister looks good. She must look like your mom, right? So instead of focusing on the good, he says something like that. So I told him, you're so offensive, ha? And then he replied to me. He said, nagsasabi lang naman ako ng totoo. I was like, oh my gosh. I turned my back on him because it was really impolite. Yeah, there's no need to argue. Yeah, there's no need to talk to a person like that because their mind is so narrow that they can't even put an effort to actually be nice to someone. And and the thing is, body shame is just not the size. You have the height, you have the kind of skin, flaws, scratches, things like that. Why do we have to notice those? Can't we let them go? I just want to highlight when Francis said that I have this neighbor and I introduced my sister to him. So there's already respect on Francis' side for introducing her sister to the neighbor. It's not mm-hmm. even like a friend or whatnot. There's already a respect. And this is an older guy, right? Yeah. So there's already a respect from your side, but it was not reciprocated. So imagine, like, how can you even reason out that you're just telling the truth? And even if you're telling the truth, it's just a balance of, are you going to tell the truth or are you going to hurt someone, right? So... Not because it's the truth, you have to say it because you're going to offend someone without you thinking about it. Yeah, but there's a lot of, of words to say. Okay, mm-hmm. hey, this is my sister. It's like, oh, how are you? How's things going? Mm-hmm. Why do I mean, mm-hmm. there's a lot of things to ask. How's yep. work? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? There's yeah. a lot of small talk that could happen without mentioning the weight, the size, yeah. the dimension. Yeah. I don't know, but there's no need for that. Yeah, or simply say, welcome to the neighborhood and mm. just leave, right? Like, why would you still focus on the weight or whatnot? You don't know what the person is going to feel. So did you despise these people? And how about yourself? Do you, you know, have this kind of comments? Yes. <laughs> Honestly, yes. And I didn't talk to them for for a while, you know, just until I gained my peace of mind back. And then after that, I started talking to them because what can I do? We, we live in the same neighborhood. I cannot keep on ignoring them. Oh, I'm really good at ignoring my neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> that is Irene's talent. <laughs> yeah, I, I live in a neighborhood that they don't know if I'm inside or not, or I'm there or not. I, I don't mm-hmm. talk to my neighbors. 
even in Philippines, and with the in, in yeah, in, in that neighborhood, especially if they would say something I don't like. Well, apparently I'm not that typical female feminine person, uh-huh. so they would say something about that. I used to be called like in my family they call me a tomboy, whatever. But I want to say something, but they might not like what I would say, and it's like not good to say it here right now. But there's no or need. Or they for will it. not understand. Yeah, and it's just they're narrow-minded. So it doesn't matter what you do, what you wear, whatever. Like what you say about the size, and it doesn't matter. I gained weight as well before, and they're just like, "Ah, oh, you blah blah blah. I don't. You have to diet." I don't. I'm I'm okay with what I feel right now. I I will diet. I will lose weight when my shirt doesn't fit anymore, and there's no way I could buy a new shirt. But that's it. It's none of their business. Whatever the size. Your size, whoever size, is none of their business. Even if you have stretch mark, it's none of their business. It's your life, right? It's your body. That's true. And you know what, Irene, while we're on that topic, you said that your family would call you tomboy. Because right now, I actually have a partner. I have a girlfriend. And yeah, she looks boyish. And then we were buying water from this water station. And then we called them to order water. And then we heard in the background, one guy said, ah, doon sa may tomboy. So, my goodness, why can't you respect the person? And we even give these people tips all the time. Every time they come to our house, when they deliver water, we give them tips. And then my girlfriend will, will hear that she will just be referred to as a tomboy. I think that's also part of body shaming. Because, what, because I look like this, you're gonna call me like that? What if I'm not a lesbian? Right? And I just look like this. I like looking like this. You have to call me like that. So offensive, these people. Very disrespectful. Story of my life. Every <laughs> single day. Well, you know, I, I like being comfortable in, in like loungewear or something like that. I don't like to dress up. I don't like to put things in my face. But the thing is, I like my hair short because I like it comfortable. I like to have free hands means I don't want to have bags that I have to look after. Things like that, but doesn't mean I am that person. You don't have to label me. I label me. You know, I'm the only one who have rights to label me. You have no rights to label me. And before I used to explain a lot and just like confront everybody that would say that. And then I come to it's like I don't really hear them anymore. You know, like they would say it, but just ignore, totally ignore them. I wear whatever I want, I'm comfortable in it, I'm happy in it. Who cares? If you want me to be feminine. Do it yourself. Sorry, I'm busy. (laughs) You go. I'm fine. Yeah, that's true. So I just want to move forward because like like right now, it's your first time to meet each other and you already have, you realize that you also have similar experience. So for sure, there are other people out there who are experiencing the same thing and they may not be able to, or they may not have someone to talk to about the experience or how to handle it, or sometimes to the point that they're already depressed, that they don't know who to talk to about it. What do you want to say to people who are experiencing the same thing, Francis? Irene and Ruth, you know, as cliche as it sounds, I always tell people to just love themselves. You know, love yourself. That's the most important thing to do. If you don't love yourself, who else will, right? And it doesn't matter what other people say. If they tell you that, 
you talk back at them. It doesn't mean you don't respect them. Did they, did they respect you in the first place? No, right? So talk back to them. Tell them how you feel. How would they know? Then you'll be the only one who will feel bad about it. I have a quick story again. So this okay. is my sister. This conversation was when she was like 10. She is very conscious about her skin color. So she's my half sister and I'm more on the whiter skin than her. So she felt like she's inferior because of my skin and she feel like she's different. You know, she is, she keeps on telling me she wants to have a whiter skin. And I feel sad. I feel sad for a little girl that is so worried about her skin at age of 10. The only thing she's worried is to stay thin and to have a whiter skin. And it hurts me. By that time, it hurts me that instead of her worrying about, okay, can I play now? Can I study now? Or uh, the things that she have to do, like a normal 10-year-old things, you know, the things that they can do, but it's not. She's more concerned about her skin color because apparently along, like when she's growing up, maybe an auntie or a neighbor said something about that. And then that speaks to her. And until now she's 14, she wants to put Kojic, you know, the gluta, whatever. Right, she's, yeah. Yes, she's 14. She doesn't need those. And I keep on telling her, you know, you have to love your color, but how can you tell that to a girl that continuously hears these words that she, that she got a dark or she have a dark skin? It's terrible. And I keep on telling her, you know, when you go outside of Philippines, they would love your color. I mean, you know, you're, you're, you're beautiful in your own skin. You know, they love a tan skin. Like go to Scandinavia, you go to Europe, they love, they will love you. But it's just so hard to explain to her until now. I'm still struggling to explain to her to love herself. And I don't know, guys, if you have tips to kids, to girls that age about, you know, how can they love themselves? And I, I wish we could really help them at a young age to, to love their own skin. That we don't have to change it. That there's a lot of things to worry about than your skin color. Yeah. Yeah. Because we are already the adult we're part of that adult generation. So I think the only way we can do is to be kind. You know, we have to be an example of kindness. And whenever we see someone, instead of, you know, focusing on the weight or the skin color or whatnot, say something else. Compliment right? them. Yeah, compliment them or say something like, how are you at school or ask them, you know, what are the things that you like doing, you know, really know the person instead of focusing the physical appearance, because that's what we're focusing on, especially the older generations and the age that we are in right now, hopefully we are the generation who would help those who are young, who are younger than us, because I think our generation, we are the the generation that received a lot of you know shaming and we just powered through it like you know we just had to be creative in dealing with it but honestly it affects us mentally emotionally there's trauma in there that somehow it affects the way we think the way we do things the way we interact with people and hopefully the younger generation will not have that kind of trauma and that's why we really have to be mindful of what we say to people. So that's my take on that. And now let's move on. This is the question that I've been waiting to hear for your answer. 
What do you want to say to body shamers? Shame on you, body shamers. <laughs> Louder. I knew you'd say that. Louder. Shame on you, body shamers. Really, shame on them. But one thing I want to tell them is that you should refrain from saying those things to people. Like what Ruth said, be kind. There's always a lot of other things to say. Right? You can comment on the hair. You can comment on the attitude. You can ask how their day was, what their interests are. There's always something nice to say. Instead of picking on the little things that's going to make the other person unhappy. The world is such a difficult place to live in and we don't need all these negativities anymore. So I hope that more people will refrain from commenting negative things to other people. Yeah, I love that. And yeah, I, I read somewhere or I can remember if I read or if I heard this somewhere. It's like people who are negative or people who are giving negative comments, it's not a reflection of you. It's a reflection of themselves. They are not happy about themselves. That's why it's so easy for them to say negative things toward the other people. And I know it's kind of hard to love yourself if you keep hearing people talking about your weight, talking about your skin, talking about how short you are or whatnot. But really, the love and the care should be coming from within. And as long as you value yourself, you love yourself, other comments doesn't matter at all. It will not matter to you, right? And for the body shamers, come on, guys. Be mature enough. If you're not happy with what you look, yeah, grow up. If you're not happy with the way you look, if you're not happy with your life, don't include others in that, you know, misery, right? And again, it will affect the person's self-esteem, person's attitude, mentally, emotionally, all the aspect of life. So imagine, imagine the impact that you are giving towards the person. And just imagine if you change it into a positive comment, how it can impact that person. For all you know, that person can create something bigger, you know, because of the positive comments that you are telling them. The thing is, a compliment can go really, really long way. A simple compliment, you know, just say something nice about the person. It can make their day, their weeks, their months. When they meet you and you compliment their hair, it's like, Oh, she said that my hair is so good. And then that's like, it's like all yeah. the flowers and butterflies would be in their head. Yeah. It's nice. It, yeah. it feels nice to try it sometimes to actually compliment someone. Like out of nowhere, you see them, just compliment mm-hmm. them. Compliment their shirt, mm-hmm. compliment their shoes, whatever you see mm-hmm. from them. Compliment them. It's like, oh, there's a lot of things to notice than the yeah. negative part, for yeah. God's sake. <laughs> and join our anti- Body Shamers Club. <laughs> sign up, sign up. Sign up right now. We have a list. I'll make a list. <laughs> yeah. And for all you know, that person is already going through something. For all you know, that person is having an emotional breakdown because of work, because of business or relationship or whatnot. You don't know. And then you're just adding fuel to the fire. So just be kind again. It would go back to being kind. Now, this is the last question. I know you don't want me to ask this, Francis, but I have to ask you. I will ask you anyway. So, 
if you are going to write to yourself, to your future self, and you can only read it after five years, what are you going to say? I cannot say anything, Charlie. <laughs> ha! This is a very difficult question, really. Honestly, I didn't want to answer this. I'm not a letter-writing kind of person. I use song lyrics. Wait. Choose a song, or if there's a song that you will, hmm. you know, you will listen five years from now. I want it that way. I will tell myself, you are my fire, the one desire. Believe hmm. when I say, I want it that way. So, <laughs> honestly, I'm about to laugh. I'm going to tell myself that because it's a stupid song, maybe. To, to tell yourself five years from now, but that's the way I want it. What do you care? Yeah. If I want to eat this, do you do you pay your own money for me to eat? No. I want it that way, so I'm going to do it however I want to do it. Capish? That's the girl. <laughs> I know I was about to lie because I know that song. I love Blackstreet Boys, but when, when you were saying the lyrics, all of a sudden, it changed the meaning. Yeah. Aww. Yeah, it's so powerful because I never, I never look at it that way. But when you said the lyrics, like, oh, now it has a meaning. It has another meaning to me. So, yeah. See, that's how powerful it is. You may not want to say it now, but for others, it might have an impact. So, yeah, I, I really appreciate you trying the exercise. It, it may not be easy, but for some of you who are listening who would like to give this a try or whatnot, because I had this, I found this website, I guess, is that a website, futureme.org, where you can write letters to yourself and you can only open it, it depends on, on, on the timeline, you can open it a year after three years or five years, and I was sort of surprised because I tried it. So a year after I, I got an, an, an email with my letter and then after three years and then after five years, I got the letter and I was so surprised like, okay, this is what was happening to me five years ago. So that's the, that's the reason why I asked the question because you would feel good looking back to where you were five years before. So maybe, maybe for me, I feel bad. If I write something now, I will criticize myself five years. It's like, what's the grammar? <laughs> Yeah, you would you would do it yourself. Yeah, but seriously, because you will be telling yourself of what's happening with your life right now, and if you would go back, it's like, ooh, this is my old self. But yeah, so this is really a great conversation, Francis. Thank you, thank you so much for sharing your story. For sure, there are people out there who are experiencing the same thing, and they don't know how to deal with it. I know you're still. This is a, still a process for you. That you're still you know, trying to work your head around it and still dealing with this kind of people every day. But hopefully you will not lose yourself. You will not lose your core values, who you really are, and still love yourself no matter what, right? Because that's really important. Know who you are. Be that person. Stick to that person, that core of yourself. And don't mind them. It's going to be hard. No one's telling it's easy. No, it's going to be hard. Like, how can I love myself if everyone around me is telling me I'm not lovable, right? I'm not good enough. But yeah, it will not matter at the end of the day. What matters is how you feel inside you. So that's it. 
that's really this is really a great conversation a great eye-opener and a reminder that we have to be mindful of what we say all the time especially of what we say to ourselves right so sending love sending hugs and kisses to everyone listening especially those who are being shamed by others know that you are loved that you are accepted and be kind to yourself so that's it once again this is ruth this is irene there's another episode and see you next week of where the f am i heading bye